Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who would have thought that the EA CEO in 2009 when they first introduced loot boxes and microtransactions would now make another fuck up 14 years later? Oh, everybody. He's one of the greediest people I've ever seen. Not ever seen, but like inside of games media or game development. He's got a track the record. The games industry. Got a track record. He's got he wants that money. Money, money, money. Gamers Two Podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like bacon. Ooh. I like bacon. I like bacon. It's bad for you. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Food. Um You know, you know, there's a diet where you're supposed to eat a lot of it. Yes. Keto. Yeah. All fats, baby. Yep. Um I tried something new. So I've keto. I, no, not oh. keto. <laughs> Come on, bro. You think I've just went for keto? No. Uh you think my butthole could handle keto? No. Okay. So <laughs> unrelated though yeah i tried a new thing so i i've i gotten i've gotten a really bad habit not a lot of time during the day in the morning specifically and you know what there's not a lot of time ever um but what i've fallen into the trap of not eating breakfast um same trap i've been in for years just so we're well not eating breakfast like at home or you know like i know you don't eat food in the morning you're one of those weird people I really I, should be burnt at the fucking stake, yeah. you fucking abomination. I do if I'm home. Long story short, I've or, been going to Dunkin' and getting a breakfast sandwich every day for a long time, which is very expensive. Yeah. It adds up pretty quickly. That alone would make me not Because care. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a breakfast sandwich. I might as well get coffee as well. So I go, I get breakfast and coffee every morning. $50 a week? 40 something. Yeah. Uh, 45 probably. Yeah. Um, so I tried a new thing this week. I'm trying to go healthy. I uh, went with the, uh, you I'm, know. I'm, I'm listening. Went, <laughs> <laughs> went with the um, the uh, whole grain seeded bread. We're still going to Dunkin' for this idea. No. Oh, okay. I'm making this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> meal prep. Like... We're in meal prep now. Okay, all right. Whole grain seeded bread. Okay. Um. Soft-boiled eggs. That's okay. where the yolk's still jamming. Yeah, yeah, Ground turkey. Lean ground turkey that I've made into breakfast sausage 
of my own. You like you tubed it? No, like patties. Oh, okay. So I took ground turkey and I basically threw a bunch of spices in it that I was interested in. Sure. And then patted it up and then fried those patties. Okay. And then took a soft boiled egg, cut that sucker in half, smushed it on the patty, two pieces of bread, plastic cling wrap. Okay. All fridge. Right. Okay. And that's breakfast sandwich every day. And like it was pretty idea. good success. Okay. I like the idea. Mm-hmm. I have suggestions, but continue. No, that's that's it. Oh, that's that's it? it, really. That's why I grab one. I usually, what I did was I grabbed one every day. I'd microwave for 30 seconds real quick and then carry it out the door and then eat it when I got to work. That's it. Good method. Saved how much money? I don't know. May 40 I, bucks. May I implore you? Hit me with it. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a tortilla, though. You can get wheat tortillas. Yeah. yeah. Same ground turkey? Love that idea. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. It's a good meat. It's a lean meat. It is lean. It's weird. Uh, but you can season it pretty well and everything. Weird texture to, to mush with your hands. Are soft-boiled your preferred way? Um, Scrambled? I mean... It doesn't matter to me. It depends on the so situation. So basically what I'm saying is take that sandwich and turn it into a breakfast burrito. I've done the breakfast burritos before. Prep them with wax paper. Yep. Yeah. Because then you can just have the wax paper and throw it straight in the microwave. So what I've done in the past is I did breakfast burritos. And you can freeze them. You don't have to fridge them. And I just... Um, I... What did we wrap them in? Because essentially you got... I did... Them- I, I, I think I tinfoiled them and then ate them cold. See, so if you, the only difference there is doing the same thing, essentially making an omelet, putting it in a portable serving device like mm-hmm. a tortilla, yeah, wax papering it, and then shoving them in the freezer so they're frozen, and then you just take them out, frozen, throw them in the microwave with the wax paper, and nuke them for a little bit. Done. Yeah, delish. The um, I just you know, the next one we're gonna try is uh. French toast, like eggy, super eggy French toast, but with um like veggies in it, like tomatoes and stuff like okay, that. Okay, all right. And then there's another option: French toast. Then you just you know grab two two of these eggy French toasts and just fucking yeah, you can do that. You stuff can, them in your mouth hole. You can also let me hit you with something wild. Now this would necessarily be a for both of you thing. Oh, this is just a me thing. Okay. It might not even be necessarily a you thing. Samantha has literally never eaten breakfast, I don't think. So, so you know how when you're doing French toast, right? Mm -hmm. You usually do an egg. Yeah. Milk, usually. I know some psychopaths probably use water to liquid. Yeah. Milk. And then some people, you know, brown sugar in there or brown, like cinnamon or something to give it a little Something to get a little, little taste. Get yourself a protein powder that you like. And use that. Mm, interesting. So you use that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you can give, you know, good flavors, chocolate, vanilla, yep. cinnamon, whatever yeah. you want. But you can do that. And then you can essentially, because there's there's protein pancakes that you can just get. Yeah, but they're like. But like, they're yeah. fucking, yeah. So you can just get a giant thing of protein powder and just throw a scoop of that in and use that as the base. And then you have still all the veggie and everything else, but in a, with a bunch of protein loaded into it yeah. as well. Just an idea. The other weird thing is last weekend, I made sweet cakes, which are pancakes that you make with heavy cream. 
that seems like the opposite of a good idea. It was uh, it, they came out. They were delicious. Oh, no, trust me. I believe you. In, <laughs> I believe you in the word delicious. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Where like the uh, three cheese chicken tortellini soup that we've done, yep. spinach and whatever, is delicious. Mm-hmm. In no way is that good for you. Oh no, no. But that was we had no milk and we had heavy cream. So I was like, I didn't even know it was a thing. I was like, I could probably do this. And I started making it, and then I looked it up afterwards, and it's like, oh, it's a thing. It's sweet, they're called sweet cakes. Gotcha. So I was like, well, if you didn't want to listen to us talk about cooking, uh, we talk about video games too, sometimes. True. And our cooking escapades would get some people really excited because we've done some stuff. It's been a while. We've also got to get back on that. Yeah, we've been yeah. cheating a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, get back on the one-up train. We've done a few things recently that I've thought like, oh, this would be a good, we've a good Friday night. Yeah, I say we've we've also talked about a few things, just doing this or mm-hmm. doing whatever, and been like, different times like, I wonder if I can transition that somehow, even if I end up cooking enough to have a meal for a week. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit because I'm in my house. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, let's talk about uh, new releases that you could buy instead of food. So, you might need to eat food. I don't know. Either way, it's better than $50 Duncan. Here we go. Number one, Hum. Uh, a detective noir story for the PC. Number two, Etern Nights for the PC PlayStation. Number three, The Isle Tide Hotel for the PC PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, Noor. For the PC and PlayStation. Number five, Heretic's Fork for the PC. Number six, Super Bomberman R2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number seven, Add Infinitum Infinitum for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. I can feel. Un, this is just. I can feel like. I don't know if it's my sinuses or what. With the slight changing of temperatures. Yeah. That it's just. Right in the back, like top part of my, th- I can just feel that nose to throat connection feeling real weird. Yeah. So I probably sound great. Number eight, Axolotl for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Or I guess that is AK Axolotl. So I'm wondering if it's an Axolotl with an AK. I don't know what an Axolotl is. Yeah, you do. You've seen them. They're the little like salamander looking dudes that everybody loves that like are like bright white and they have the things out to the side. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. You've, you've seen them. You might not know them by name, but number nine, Construction Simulator San- Sani Pack? Sani Pack DLC for the PC and everything else it was already out on. Number 10, The Crew Motor Fest. Shocking. For PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, so if you're going to play that, maybe do it with Ubisoft Connect. Number 11, Deceit 2 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. The thing I do every week with Matt. Lies and Deceit. Yep. Number 12, Gazzlers. I was going to read Guzzlers. I also uh, <laughs> swap that in my brain. Yep, because Guzzlers would be a really weird game to put on PC, VR, and Quest. But this is Gazzlers on PC, VR, and Quest. I mean, honestly, Guzzlers would make sense on, on PC, VR. True. Number 13, Heavy Duty Challenge for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Every time I go to the bathroom. Number 14, Mortal Kombat 1, Early Access. Every time I go to the bathroom, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 15, Sugar Shack 
for the PC. My favorite shop. Number 16, another crusade for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. No crusade jokes? Nothing? Uh, I honestly had uh, choice paralysis on that one. My favorite type of thing. My favorite type of paralysis. <laughs> Number 17, Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Baby Shark. Sing um, or, and swim party. You could go the Ted Lasso route and go Jamie Tart Tart. Yeah, I know, I know the reference. Yeah, Jamie. Okay, don't become an insufferable Ted Lasso watcher. I know it's bad. If you start telling me believe in the middle of this podcast, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I mean, you're more likely to get the Roy Kent out of me, which is fuck. Yeah, true, but that that resonates with everybody. Yeah. So Baby Shark, Sing and Swim Party for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 18, Batten Kaito's 1 and 2 HD Remaster for the Switch. Number 19, Body, Biteland Overclocked for the PC. And number 20, Bright Side Riddles and Puzzles for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Thrilling new releases this week. There's a lot of them. Mortal yeah. Kombat Early Access. Curious to see how that, uh, how that ends up looking out. I'm sure it'll be good. I hope it's good. It seemed like they've uh, got it together. It can be some Mortal Kombat. Even, well, Mortal minus the fact that, again, I suck at fighting do, games. Do, do. Um, I just suck at video games. You don't play video games to suck at them. Well, that's the problem. Oh, okay. I you know, if, when you don't play them, you suck at them more. Practice makes perfect. Believe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> one or two or three or four five or six you evens you odd you know what seven okay so you're gonna be odds no i'm only gonna do story seven all right that's fair is, is there, there a seven, seven story there is there's okay. one there's there's a seven <laughs> this is gonna be the matt show now for his believe comment i'm gonna I'll make him do suffer <laughs> um i'm just gonna go first i'm gonna let you do your thing over there Football Manager 2024 Mobile will launch exclusively on Netflix games. Existing players with a Netflix membership can access and install the game through the Netflix mobile app from launch. The FM24 app will still be available on the App Store and Google Play, but will only be accessible with a Netflix account and login. FM24 Mobile will be released on November 6th, the same day as on PC and consoles. The game has been described as the, quote, end of an era, unquote, as developer Sports Interactive switches to Unity for FM25. Or do they? (laughs) Uh, Uh, When I read this, I was like, why? Luckily, I don't give a shit. Doesn't affect yeah. me. The, Doesn't not, affect you. Not the Unity thing. The Unity thing is I'm I'm excited for, but yeah. the the mobile specifically. I was like, okay, yes. really weird that it's going to be an exclusive Netflix thing. Like it just it's just weird. Yeah, I'm sure they got paid, but like, yeah, it's just weird. Well, I thought it was weird. Yes, good idea, bad idea, too early to tell. Um, perhaps a shrewd business move, maybe. I can't imagine the adoption rate of FM24 mobile is ha- extremely high. 
I so I don't know what the actual mobile numbers they are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it does decent on the Google Play Store or whatever. Yeah, just for the people that can't stop mm-hmm. doing whatever they're doing. But it's a much it's a much simpler version than the desktop version. Yeah. Um, this is starting to irritate the hell out of me. The microphone thing. Nope. Nobody at home understands what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. The <laughs> I have. If I had a dollar for every time I agonized over buying new mic uh, stands, I would have probably twenty five dollars. It's a lot. Yeah. The funny thing is that I have the one that I like. Yeah, I have the one I love. Yeah, but that's for my personal use. Yeah, now, yeah. not this shit show. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> <Wow>. just fucking <laughs> uh, insults over here. Not to you. To us. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. With I'm you. insulting with you <laughs> at <laughs> at our own expense. Um, it's funny because it's the the sign in using the Netflix sign in even on your phone now. Yeah, but it's the part where I wonder how many people will see it on Netflix and try it. That's that's kind of where I was at as well. And like, I, who's the person? Maybe some weird demographic analyst or something figured out that the crossover between Netflix subscribers and FM players is like really high. Or, or something. do you like drop a new show like all or Amazon's All or Nothing, which focuses on uh, football clubs? Mm-hmm. Similar, which is it's in the vein of Drive to Survive. Like they're yeah. kind, they're kind of similar. Drive to Survive does the better. Like we're not going to pull any punches and mm-hmm. not going to make it like a feel yeah. good story. But yeah, Amazon's a little different. Yeah. Um. But are you going to do something like that? Have it? I have a football show, which they do have a couple on Netflix. But have a football show, and then at the end of it, or like it, random parts, play ads for like Football Manager, and like, like kind of like weave people. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Oh, uh, the sh- the series ended. May we suggest this other series or play football manager? Do you want to lead uh, Stoke City to glory? Netflix's whole game thing is kind of bizarre Weird. to me. Like I don't, because it doesn't really. You'd think they would push it more. I don't think they believe in it enough yet. Well, that's kind of where it's weird to me. Believe, um. Is because I don't know what they uh, like. This is the first big thing, other than a couple random little things that yeah. they've done and their own in house like movie project. Yeah, this is the first time where they're taking a wrecking. Well, the first time, the first time they're taking a title that I actually give a shit about and then move, doing something with it in that space. Yeah, I mean, but like if obviously putting, they're, if they're working they're, on things. If they put like, like all the Jackbox stuff in there too, I think that would that would probably do numbers because that's very similar. Yeah. That would make sense. That'd make a lot of sense. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Speaking of Unity, number two. Starting on January 1st, a Unity runtime fee will be charged to any game that has passed a revenue threshold in the past year and a lifetime install count. The amount of the fee and the thresholds in question vary depending on the type of Unity subscription the developer has. The announcement was met with anger on social media, with developers concerned that this will impact those deals, uh, those with deals to be on Game Pass, releasing demos, or including their title in charity bundles, among other things. 
Another concern was that developers would be charged each time users delete and reinstall a game. Speaking to Axios, Unity's senior vice president for its create services, Mark Witten, assured that only the initial installation would result in a fee. However, an extra fee will be charged if a player installs a game on a second device. For example, downloading it to Steam Deck after already installing it on PC. Studios with titles heading to Game Pass or other subscription services were also assured that the fee would be charged to the distributor, Microsoft, which I'm sure made them a lot of happiness. <laughs> Some updates. Unity has, clo- uh, Unity has closed its San Francisco and Austin offices Thursday and today in response to what it called a credible death threat, according to Bloomberg. And so far, 16 studios have switched off the Unity ads and Iron Source SDKs in all of their titles and say they will not restore them until the new conditions are reconsidered. Yeah, there's a whole slew of more details on this as well, if you're interested. You it's know? a lot of bullshit Unity's trying to pull. It is wild how I don't... There's also rumors of insider trading. I don't know. This is another one of those situations where, like, how did this get by so many people without someone being like, hey, maybe we should ease into this. Or Less maybe the person we... that got thrown out of the window. Exactly. That probably is the case. Um, I don't know. Just wild changes. Wild changes. Six days before this happened, major C-suite players in their company sold roughly 12,000 shares each of the company. So people, I didn't hear any of this, so I'm, this is interesting. So people knew this was a bad idea and was like, well, I'm battling on this situation. It was the top-level C-suite guys that probably knew they were going to face backlash and will probably buy again when it's low now. And insider trade is the way I would probably view that if I was a court system looking at that number. Which they they won't because they're in Or they might not have a choice if they get sued. Which there's rumors of a class action going around from all the devs. This is... Because I don't know. It also... Uh, this is me tinfoil... I'm going to full tinfoil hat on this. You get tinfoil thing. hat. I t- I'm going to tinfoil hat in another way, but go ahead. Perfect. So, I'll tinfoil hat to this point. They were asked multiple times on Twitter because what better place to have full uh, multi-level headed discourse about a full company policy that would change millions worth of dollars across everybody than on Twitter. Uh, And people were like, what about piracy? Like if I install it and I don't buy it, I could in theory bankrupt a developer if I went crazy enough. Yeah. Like, obviously, the scenario that you'd have to go crazy is pretty crazy. But, like, you could essentially target yeah, target somebody, target a dev you didn't like. Especially if that dev was an individual person. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid somebody's indie game blew up. Yeah. They're kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that option. Then they, so they were asked, like, well, what about piracy? And they said, we have our own internal piracy detection thing, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Well, what are they? Because there's a lot of things I don't, I don't know if this would cross into this realm. Because I'm going to speak out of my ass. You know the GDPR stuff that's in Europe. That was a whole lot of like not tracking without giving full awareness to what they're tracking. Yada yada. So like when you go to a bunch of sites now, you have to, it's a lot of the cookie exceptions yeah. and all of like the disclaimers of we're looking at this. Yada yada yada. That's basically brought out of the European stuff. So the yeah. sites are compliant over there and they're not mm. banned. If they've randomly been tracking a bunch of shit on people's computers, that would get them kicked out of Europe. Mm-hmm. 
So that's not okay. Especially seeing how technically then you're leaving something behind if you're saying that the install on the one device only counts once. What if I reinstall Windows? And reinstall the game? Does that count as a second device? Like there's that's what I there's I don't obviously I don't expect you to have an answer. But there's so many questions that it's like, did nobody think that this was gonna go over without anybody else with a slight bit of common sense going? Well, I mean, uh, this is that classic. What about my 9,000 questions? <laughs> this is the classic, like, the people making the decisions don't really have no fucking idea how any of it works. No, they just like money. Yeah. They're just like, well, why don't we just charge everyone who installs it? And then, like, the dude, the smart guy in the back is like, you can't do that. And they just fucking, ju- they just act like he doesn't exist. Yeah, they're like, so you're going to charge him for demos? Yeah, no, exactly, we are, yeah. Are you stupid? Shut up, you're fired. Oh, okay, all right. So, uh, in response to a bunch of this, RPG Maker came out with a bunch of statements that were really fucking with some people. They were entertaining. Because they were taking direct shots at, at Unity. Uh, I believe Unreal Engine tweeted within hours of this announcement, uh, hey, here's your guide to your first hour in Unreal. Let us know if you have any questions. So, Yeah, Unity just essentially... They shot themselves in the foot so hard that, man, you thought the X amount of people that they let go like a couple months ago was bad. This would cripple them. Yeah. And you're going to see the CEO uh, resign in a couple months and get a huge fucking parachute payout. Oh, well, he's going to get a parachute payout anyway. All the C-suites, somebody found the public information of like bonuses and stuff that they've taken Mm -hmm. uh, from like the Unity site or whatever. And it's massive from all the C-suites, like the financial guys, mm-hmm. I think, taking like $13 million or whatever. Like, there's just yeah. numbers are just ridiculous. And it's mm-hmm. like... It is. It's absolutely... So... Unity. Being pieces of shit. Used to like yeah. them. Used to. What a fall from grace. Seems to be a trend these days. Anyway, I installed Unreal on my computer just to fuck around with it. Wow, got him. Do it up. Do you know how I say this guy's last name? You're a you're a Call of Duty person or a respawn person or Am I any of those things? Yeah, kind of. More more than me. In the so. franchise that he's involved in. More than me, so did he get started in, in Call of Duty? No, and I don't then think he so. went to oh, okay, I don't know. Seeing that. how he technically worked for the God of War franchise. Well, yeah, he did that, but where did you see Call of Duty in the story? I didn't put it in the story. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for getting a fucking iPad thrown in. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume it's Asmussen. Asmussen. Okay, Stig Asmussen. Or, if Asmussen. you want to put a little bit... Now, nah, put more on the U. Asmussen? Yeah. Musen. Asmussen. Stig Asmussen. Stig Asmussen. <laughs> Game director there's, of response. There's no accents across any of it, which is oh, the yeah, weird part. Nothing on the U, nothing on the I. I don't know. Uh, game director of Respawn Star Wars but we all Jedi know. franchise. He's called the Stig. Yeah. The video game Stig. Um, <laughs> is leaving EA. <laughs> As reported by Bloomberg, Asmussen parted ways with the firm, quote, after careful thought and consideration, quote, to pursue other adventures. Asmussen previously told IGN that there, plans for th- there were plans for a third game in the Star Wars Jedi franchise. Which is kind of strange for someone to... It's it's a little weird, but not a big deal. 
you what, leave. Weird that he says that and leaves, or the other. Well, one? that you that you are in charge of the two games and you choose to leave before the third. Like depends or on during the, the third. Depends on what the other adventures are. It's true. Um, Espusin worked for Santa Monica Studio on the God of War franchise for over a decade. Leaving in 2014, he joined Respawn after as a game director, leading development on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. Hey, there There's go. a lot of uh, tinfoil hat theories that he is going back to Sony Santa Monica for the next God of War. Interesting. But, you know, people are just... There's no... No reason. Yeah. There's people, you know, theorizing, wishing. Leave before the remake comes out. See the remake. Go back. Now the yeah. remake's done and try to... Well, he made... Apparently he made... Apparently he was creative director or made or whatever God of War 3. Oh, okay. So people are like, oh, what if he's going back for the God of War 3 remake, you know? Wild. Yeah. Number four, Ubisoft's X Defiant has been delayed after being denied certification by PlayStation and Xbox, which is actually uh, hysterical. I, I threw it in here specifically because I thought we'd get a lot of enjoyment out of it. The game's executive producer, Mark Rubin, said, quote, We realized then that we had a lot more work related to compliance than we had anticipated, end quote. This game what is going to fucking suck. <laughs> According to Ruben, the free-to-play team-based arena shooter will be resubmitted to first parties in less than two weeks, meaning x could see a mid-to-end-of-September release. However, the more likely scenario is the game will receive a conditional pass, quote, meaning we have time to do a day-one patch with some final fixes to ensure compliance, which pushes our date out to early-slash-mid-October, end quote. It's not often you hear of a game getting denied. By both. Though. By both when you're ready to go. And then they're like, we realized we had a lot more work related to compliance than we had anticipated. What the fuck? Right. That's like how, not, what, what part did you not comply with? That's not uh, very confidence inspiring. Like, how far off were you? And was it like fundamental things or was it just like, oh, I need to add more to this? I don't know. I just I love that story so much. Speaking of fall, falls from grace, Ubisoft. Right. <laughs> I mean, mainly our podcast is just falls from grace. Yeah. Whoever we're here, be a good podcast. Falls um, from grace. Yep. The Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Catholic Church. Have you seen that? Um, that never had a gracious period. <laughs> Have you uh, seen the? Again, I shouldn't be looking. I'm getting so distracted looking at this. Uh, anyway, uh, the uh, I think it's the tweets or Instagrams or whatever that have been going around that are like how how often guys each day think about the Roman Empire. Or something I like have. That. I saw the one that you posted, and I wanted to be like, I feel personally attacked right now. Oh, because I think uh, you like retweeted. I retweeted. Or something. I think I know who it was. I think it was Lily. Uh, was saying that she talked to her friend's boyfriend or whatever, and asked him how much he thinks about the Roman Empire, and and he said, uh, well, like once or twice a day." And she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and I've seen it a few times since, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, I get it. I get yeah, it. it's just 
Like, what is wrong with men? And you're like, busy. You won't believe the Roman Empire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every... You could... Every day I'm relating current events to the, the Roman Empire. The rise and or fall. Or uh, just, the, or just I mean, in, in peak Roman Empire time. I mean, generally the fall. I guess the... I feel no, like the not the fall of the more. Empire. The transition from the Republic to the Empire. Ah, fair. Okay. And you know what? In my... Little inside story here. Little insight into my brain. Buckle is up. I relate <laughs> everything to crossing of the crossing of the Rubicon, so that pops up in my head all the time. Where why, I'm just like, is, how do you get everything to the crossing of the Rubicon? Just because, like every choice, you know, every choice crossing like the Rubicon. Just, that you're crossing the Rubicon, or that you're one step closer to crossing the Rubicon. Just kind of like a just, or just I, like metaphorically, yeah, this metaphorically. Is a, this, this is our moment of crossing the Rubicon. Yeah. I just like am constantly exaggerating everything in my head to be like I'm crossing the Rubicon right so now. So just like the the movie Independence Day and and the speech of this is our Independence Day, yeah. and, me, and me using that at the same moment for when my bagel order isn't right at Dunkin', exactly, and I'm out here in my car screaming, "This is my Independence Day." <laughs> yep, that's the crossing the Rubicon yep. moment. I'm gonna have to cross this fucking Rubicon, you know, or whatever. I just, I just picture you being like, "I specifically ordered a medium coffee, and this is a small." That's it. Rubicon. <laughs> this counter is the Rubicon. And I'm going to come over there and fuck you up. <laughs> oh, God. Check it into the state fair. Go through this gate. Cross the Rubicon. Cross the Rubicon. Uh, <laughs> bringing the legions in. I just like the every idea now. I'm going to do the same thing now. I, can, oh, I yeah. won't be able to help it. And you're just going to get a random text from me where I just say Rubicon. <laughs> Cross the Rubicon. Damn. Uh, good stuff. History. It's, yeah, it's between it's between that and Independence Day. Like, what else are great hills to die on? Just making everything I'm, your Independence Day. I mean, I, the Rhine came up in conversation today. The Rhine River. Which, well, how does the Rhine come up in conversation? Um, you're like, yo, Cleopatra. So the Rhine. Samantha, as you know, has no care in the world for history. But I will constantly just talk ah, about. She, shit. Is, do, she just, is doomed to repeat herself. Yes. So <laughs> I should tell her. I should she, tell her that one day she's gonna fucking hate me. <laughs> she's the only like young woman that works at her place of of employment, and it, a lot of it is like older men who are history buffs. So As like, they do thinking about yeah. the Roman Empire for the so, better part of the last fifty years of their lives. <laughs> her boss is currently the guy who owns the company is currently in Europe. And he's doing like some historical stuff. And Tell me she, he's taking pictures in Italy of the Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> She's been trying to remember where he is and what he's doing because he told her and was like, oh, you should tell your husband we're doing all these things. And she couldn't remember because right, right. in one ear out the other. And then finally today she texts me just Rhine River or Rhine. The Rhine, I think, is what she yeah, texts yeah. me. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense now. I know roughly where he is. Yeah, because we were trying to figure out. I was like... You know, like, she's like, something with Hitler. And I was, like, throwing all these things, like, and she was trying to give me oh, yeah, because she uh, Because also, yeah, something with Hitler. Just for the record, there's a solid 30-year window. That doesn't well, that narrow was anything the, down. That was the best part. <laughs> she was like, oh, he's in Europe. He's, he's someplace. I don't know. Something to do with Hitler. I'm like, Hitler in Europe. You're really giving me a lot to work with here. Let's <laughs> see. I got anywhere from 1900 uh, to about 1950. <laughs> I'm like, that encompasses literally two world wars, all right, if we're really talking about Hitler right now. 
Um, but <laughs> but it, all right, ready? <laughs> the U.S. That's your clue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what time period? There isn't just that's it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> nah, so he's on he's on like a riverboat tour going down the Rhine. So you know, Rhine River. There it is. I, I mean, I guess that's a thing you can do in Europe. I guess, yeah. I don't know. So many choices. Hey, two number five, I guess. Okay. Embracer <gasps> is considering the possible sale of Gearbox Entertainment. The sale of the Borderlands Maker would be a part of the firm's restructuring program announced back in June. Sources familiar with the matter said the firm is considering selling off the studio after receiving interest from third parties. Embracer acquired Gearbox in a $1.3 billion deal in 2021. Pretty big. Uh, Do you want to take any stabs at uh, any guesses? Who would want to buy them? At who? What third party would be interested in Gearbox? What third party? Specifically, or when they say third party, do they mean just an outside of the Embracer family party? I'm assuming outside the Embracer family, because this is interest from third parties, which kind of makes me think, all right, so if, you, if you're Embracer and you say third parties, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it could, I, my gut reaction makes me think it's not one of the big, the big three. That's what they want you to think. Exactly. So I'm going to say there's no restrictions on who it could be. So, I'm going to pull out a Sean Layden term and for, say it's going to be an, an a non-endemic entity. Oh, look at look at you remembering a Layden quote. Uh, Microsoft seems obvious mm-hmm. because they've been buying. In that same sense, in that same breath, PlayStation seems obvious because why wouldn't they try to snag it first? Mm-hmm. In both of those breaths, Ubisoft. <laughs> is struggling and would do that stupid of a move. I got one for you. Netflix. Also interesting. Amazon. Yep. That was going to be number two. Square. You want another one? Capcom. Saudi Arabia investment. Ooh. After they had a failed deal go through, they sell them Gearbox. For the same money. And then you could throw in Tencent and all the other big... What about The Rock? Or Kevin Hart? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I don't know. I just, I'm thinking of like that movie that's supposed to be coming at some point. I know, which is kind of wild because, you know, I hate it, but it feels right. <laughs> I don't I don't know why your tone in the turn and look at me for I hate it but it feels right just like struck a nerve in me where I I left my body. <laughs> I don't know cuz it feels right. I just but it was it was the delivery of and everything. I just saw a moment where I saw us being videotaped and watching this moment back and you going but it feels right. And me just being like what the fuck? Are we cowboys on a mountain? What the fuck is about to happen here? <laughs> all right. This is like the... Yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about Roblox. McConaughey. Yeah, have you heard of my new Lincoln vehicle? He uh, he was doing an NPR interview the other day, and he straight up quoted out of the Bible. And I was I like... I believe that. There's been a lot, of, a lot of things going around in the Bible lately. <sighs> I don't like it. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't like it. Oh, no, neither do I. I absolutely hate it. I abhor it, actually. Uh, the most recent one I saw was, um, it was on Twitter, and it was a, forgive me, Catholic or Christian, do not remember what her, it was one of the seeds, denomination was. And... <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> The uh, this was like organizing a tournament, a Halo tournament. It took a turn. Yeah, yeah, no, it was organizing a Halo tournament, and it was supposed to be, I believe, like a female Halo tournament. Okay, it was the way that they pitched it, and they said, "I was making channels in in the Discord for the Halo tournament this or for the ladies Halo tournament this weekend or something like that," mm-hmm. and then said. It almost read like the Nick Castellanos home run thing, like as a man of faith, and it and it said that, and it was like as a so and so, because I believe in this and I believe that God created everybody in His image. I will not be allowing trans people to compete in the tournament. Oh, okay. And there it is. Everybody in the gaming universe went, "What?" And then. You know, the religion thing starts up. So a couple people back her. As it does. And say, you know, hey, no, we agree. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we're not hating anybody, but we, you know, we agree. And we're like, no, you're hating and discriminating. <laughs> That's how that works. While also then. Wait a minute. <laughs> because, you know, everybody, anybody that truly hates the Bible mm. knows the Bible. 
Yeah, I mean, that's how And that so works, here right? come the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> For yada, 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 you know, yeah. uh, made in his own image, but loves all and accepts all, and, and just throwing all the quotes at them, and then I never saw them again. Yeah. Because they got fucking yeeted off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. They lost every sponsorship they had. Like, all their partners, because the there are a couple, like, it is, it's like gamer group partners of, like, uh, oh, here's this, I, I can't remember what one of the was, but, like, a gamer energy drink or something like that. Not, um, not Game Fuel or not yeah. Game Fuel or anything, but, like, the, the smaller ones. People are, like, tagging them and being like, is this what you guys stand for? And they're like, oh, we've already terminated our contract with them. Yeah. It was just like. Man, you could not speed run losing money faster. You think you think they were just like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I throw up a quote about trans people. Got it. It's either that or it's like they do fully believe in what they were saying and then just had the the crazy part to say, I'm gonna say this on Twitter. <laughs> Where there's surely no way I'll get canceled. It's a fucking Bible. It's a book, people. That was written. Not even real. Yeah, it was literally. It's literally a. It's literally a work of fiction. I mean, sure. The only thing that the I will give you that it might be based on true events. Based on I could give you that. No, no, no. I won't. I'll give you inspired by. Yes, thank you. That's a better way of putting it. Because inspired by true events, there was a plague of locusts. Summoned on Egypt. Yeah. Unless that just happened to be when there was locusts. I also don't think, because my favorite, my the other one is the one of the uh, the abortion stories, right? You know, abortion's not, not good, not yeah. good, whatever. And I'm like, I'm kind of not having offense in the fight, because as far as I'm concerned, for the most part, really not my problem. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's the classic, it but, doesn't affect me, I don't give a fuck. Sure. And then, you know, you get the people that are outside, uh... Planned Parenthood and whatever with all their signs of you know yeah. you're gonna burn in hell and I'm like I was gonna do that anyway but I appreciate yeah. it uh, and then they followed up with you know abortions are aren't bad I'm like you do remember the point when God killed all the firstborn sons in Egypt if, if we're going by your story yeah <laughs> oh, it's up to you him. do you want to go with and then they leave and you're like all right so shut the fuck up then and yeah you know, I appreciate you but. Uh, just so we're also clear, at one point I did try to have somebody sacrifice their own son on top of a mountain, and I let them get real close before I yelled, no, wait, it's a joke. Yeah. I just want to see if you'd actually do it. Psych. Um, Can you imagine getting to that level? Not just being like God. Not being ready to kill your own son. Neither one of those levels. The level where you would convince somebody else to follow you by killing their own son. In that same vein, I've had a lot of thoughts recently. Uh, in this- <laughs> Don't say that. Don't no, say that. We're, not, we're going. We're going completely left turn here. Okay. So you know, in the same in the same realm as the whole uh, Roman Empire. Right. Yeah, we're crossing the Rubicon. <laughs> yes. I've been thinking a lot about how people, ancient peoples, would interpret things. Like modern things or just how they like things things that we take for granted. So like we know what the weather is going to be. Right. And most of them did what I'm not going to make that joke. Sorry. I was going to go tangent you immediately into the joke of like, yeah. And at scout camp when I was a kid, we had a weather rock. Yeah. And if the rock was wet, it was raining. If the rock was missing, a tornado happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of my point. So like 
We know when it's going to thunderstorm or when something crazy is going to happen. A fucking hurricane's going to hum sure, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Pretty accurately. Can you imagine being of being an ancient in the ancient society, going about your day? Maybe it's seventy degrees, seventy five degrees, and you're chilling. And then two hours later, there's a fucking tornado or a hurricane or a massive thunderstorm or something like that. Or yeah, can you imagine while we're here, mm-hmm. Pompeii? Yeah. So it's like ignore the fact that everybody's dead. You're just enjoying a Saturday out having some tea and all of a sudden the rock that you guys have been living near explodes. Yeah. <laughs> or you we get like, you know, a fucking blood moon or something like that. People are probably like losing their the first people their to see goddamn like, mind. The first and last people to see the first tsunami. Yeah. Where'd the water go? What Anybody the else fuck? seen this like weird? What's the, you wanna go hang out out there? Anyways, video games. First people with fire had to be a wild time. Oh my god, so many burns probably. Just complete confusion. Oh yeah. Again, back to the why are you cut a like, baby in half. That's my style of solving a problem though. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, you want to both claim it? I'm gonna cut it in half then and give yeah. you half. Oh, you're not really complaining. Okay, well it's not your kid then. Oh, wild. But still, like just wild problem solving. Oh. Oh, did you not want us to kill everybody? Put lamb's blood on your door. That'll stop me. Oh, yeah. They're like vampires. Oh, they can't cross the threshold to your house if you don't invite them in. They must wait outside. Ooh, hearths are so bad. (laughs) None of it makes any sense. It's all... And I like mystical interpretations of it. Like I like I like certain you know parables or like there's yeah. some there's some good stories that you can kind of pull out of things if you understand their stories. Well, it's like fairy Cain tales. Cain and Abel's a wild time. It's literally like fairy tales. They're meant to be lessons, right? That are metaphors for life, right? And we should not have at a certain interpreted point, literally. And even then, at a certain point, we should have ditched half the book. If we were oh gonna, yeah, if we we're going to do that. We should have mm-hmm. actually cherry picked the good things and then moved away from the bad things. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to stone people anymore. I just want to be clear about Leviticus as a whole. We don't really need that chapter. I mean, the some people should be stoned. The <laughs> I miss the gallows. I yeah. Well, I, I never had a chance to throw tomatoes at somebody, and I would love in the middle of town down here to just have a sign up that says "Kid Toucher," and I'm hucking the hardest tomatoes I can at them. I agree. Gallows should come back. But I also agree that uh, guillotine should come back. Should come back. Ooh, yes, I'd agree with that. I but think... I also want Marie Antoinette to come back, <laughs> <laughs> just for the moment. Uh, I've always wanted to build a uh, a guillotine. I don't, I don't necessarily want to build one. I just want to actually go to a place where they like do the like the melons and pumpkins with mm-hmm. one. Yeah, like a farmer's museum. Yeah. Because it's just like, yeah, this is how sharp this is. And then you realize that it like, it cuts a string in mm-hmm. two and you're like, yeah, like down the, the lot, the spine of this. You're like, wow, that's so, so ridiculous. This is like when we were, I was talking about, fuck the news. <laughs> There's nothing good this week no. anyways. Um, but the, when we were the the state fair and we were walking through the farming building of like the old equipment, the agriculture. Museum. Yes. 
And I still remember my favorite thing in there is the shovel that would have been the worst shovel in the world. I'd fucking kill you if you ever handed it to me at your house. It's like, hey, can you help me dig a hole? And it's a, it's a literal plywood plank. It's like, yeah, just use this. I attached a broom handle to it. You're fine. Uh, uh, but like some of the, the steel work that they had of devices, and you're just like, you guys had to have been just yoked out of your minds <laughs> to move some of this around. Oh, yeah. Shit's ridiculous. Yeah. But then you see photos of them, and they're not like... They look frail and old. Yeah. So that just leads me to believe that they were like the tonest fucking people ever. So you go to touch their arm, and it's just like a fucking steel cord. Yeah. Granny's taking her shirt off at the end of the night to go to bed, and she's just got an eight-pack, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, we should go to like Salem or something. I'm pretty sure they have like a... Speaking of weird contraptions and... Well, Salem's gonna have a lot of shit. Yeah, we were pretty. We close should to go Salem. to one of those like weird fucking. Uh, we weren't too far off that one time. What are they? What are they called? We like, to I want to say like a torture museum, but that's not what they're really called. Like the, a, I don't know which trial museum. Maybe something like that. I mean, I'm sure they do because we were. I mean, we were we weren't too far off when we were yeah. in Carlin. We were like 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we should continue on. I guess so. Because we can talk about Roblox. Ugh. And how they introduced the Gallo system. No, not really. Organizers called off the Roblox Innovation Awards following the arrest of a developer. As reported by the San Francisco Chronicle, jail records show developer Mikhail Olson, also known as SimBuilder, was arrested on suspicion of having an unattended concealed firearm in his vehicle in addition to being in, quote, possession of armor-piercing ammunition and a large-capacity magazine, end quote. Security at the conference alerted local police after an attendee was acting disorderly. California. Ro- why? I don't know. You're don't a know. Roblox developer. I don't know. I mean, if I was a Roblox developer, I'd probably want to kill people too. Would you? Yes. It's Roblox. It's an abomination on this earth. That then should be. Don't s- develop that it. should be. S- if there was a god, he should smite the. It just brings me to, what is it, Bruce Almighty or whatever? Or the Smite me, Almighty Smiter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wild. Although... Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. This is back to the religion thing out of nowhere. When I said it was, I appreciated like the fantasy he takes on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the Vatican is fucked up and all the other things around it. Angels and demons. What's the other? Da Vinci Code a little bit involves it. Um, but there was a book I read, twenty seventeen maybe, that was dealing with, uh, essentially a guy that had spit on Christ in whatever BC, like as he was dragging his cross through the town to go to the hill. Okay, and I believe the I can't remember if he spit on him or if he said something to him to like degrade him and as a curse as christ essentially made him immortal okay in that moment and so he goes and continues his thing goes on the cross yada yada but then this guy just lives infinitum until he's either like repented or whatever Mm -hmm. so he lives all these different lives you know essentially goes through lives with his wife until uh, she passes 
disappears for a few years, ends up meeting somebody else, and yada, yada, yada. So like, it's kind of talking about all that stuff. And then it comes to this point where he is either ready to die or something like that, and ends up having to like battle Satan or some hell spawn because he's not supposed to be immortal, obviously. Like, he's still living in the regular world. Mm -hmm. And the Vatican knows that he kind of exists, but they can never find him because they want the secret that he has. And yeah, yeah, yada, yada. It's a really, like, interesting book that you don't realize is that way until, like, halfway through when they kind of explain it to you. Huh. Interesting. I'll see if I can find it because I have it on my Audible. And it was actually, like, really entertaining to listen to. Interesting. Charlie trying to get this shit to work. Um, next up, we did have some good old state of play that took place. Uh, a PlayStation state of play, as the kids say. We are terrible enjoyers of video games, so we didn't watch it. Because, honestly, it wasn't that exciting. We were also running longer than I thought we would. Oh, boy. Recap. State of play recap. Uh, we're just going to rip through the things they showed. Baby Steps, which is the whole uh, Benefati physics adventure thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Learning to walk again. Exactly. Um, Roblox Hamilton. Whatever the hell that the, is. The play. In Roblox? I think that sounds like what they did. Yep. Um, then there's a VR a Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord coming out October 26th. Rise of the Ghost Lord? Yep. Okay. I thought you said Goat Lord for a second. Both are frightening. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 had a tease for VR mode. And a uh, launch date for its Separate Ways campaign, which is September 21st. Resident Evil 4 Remake also coming to iPhone 15. Yeah, iPhone 15's got a slew of things going on there. Weird stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the iPhone briefly. Not really in depth, so don't worry. Thank God. Um, Conference alone was painful enough. Avatar game was shown. Frontiers of Pandora. Where is that game? December 7th. We'll see. A date that will live in infamy. infamy. <laughs> Where we will cross the Rubicon. Uh, Ghost Warrior 2 is getting a demo on October 26th. Um, and there's more colors coming for the PlayStation 5. The Deep Earth Collection, which is red, white, and blue. That's not, like fucking That's not how that works at all. No. Deep uh, Earth is brown and green. Yeah. Well, like red. I mean, deep earth collection. Let's be honest here. Red, white, and blue. All right. America is the earth. Take (laughs) it over. Says Japan. Um, Listen, there's a lot of psychological damage there. A lot of deep, deep psychological damage. I still don't know how Oppenheimer ends. (laughs) That's probably a good thing. Um, (laughs) Helldivers 2, unfortunately, got a delay. It is moving to February 8th. Mm, that sucks. Yep. But um, also probably good. Probably beneficial for us. Yes. And well, probably moves for the it, game moves, as moves well. It out of the way of things. So mm-hmm. uh, my, well, they showed Marvel Spider-Man 2, of course, because they got to cram that down everyone's throat again. 
Um, Tales of Arise is getting an expansion called Beyond the Dawn. And that's coming out November 9th. Uh, Hunkei Star Rail is coming out October 11th. Wherever the hell that is. Free to play. Um, Foam Stars has an open beta starting September 29th. I wonder if anybody will play that. No one will. There's something tickling my ear. I'm not a fan. Hello, it's me. Uh, and then finally, they had to show, you know, it's PlayStation, and so they're like, oh, show Final Fantasy, quick. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, February 29th. And that was the state of play. So not too much. Didn't yeah. Really, didn't really miss much. So let's go right into the Nintendo's uh, Direct. Let's do it. So we go to the uh, Splatoon 3 DLC side order, with a little bit of near kind of going on. Mario vs. Donkey Kong returns to the Switch with an updated version uh, on February 16th. Prince of Persia The Lost Crown is coming January 18th to the Switch. Uh, fucking Horizon Chase 2 and <laughs> Konami Rhythm Party Game Super Crazy Rhythm Rhythm Castle had to switch on November 14th. And Spy X Anya Operation Memories and Spy X Family World sometime next year. Uh, Super Mario RPG Remake is supposed to be coming November 17th. Trace Memory is getting a Switch release called Another Code Recollection. Uh, including the sequel that never got released in North America on January 19th. Princess, yeah, Princess. Princess Peach Showtime, a costume-changing action platformer starring the princess to do everything from solve crimes to a pirate that bakes. Uh, March 22nd. Oh, sorry. Solve crimes, be a pirate, and bake. Uh, okay. Not a pirate that bakes. Saga fans can be hum pumped. What? Hello? With what? Saga Emerald Beyond coming in 2024. The first three Tomb Raider games are coming to Switch in a Tomb Raider 1 through 3 remastered collection. February 14th. Detective Pikachu returns on October 6th. Trombone Champ. Is officially on the Switch. I really hope that there is. Oh, it does say there's gyro controls. Hell yes. Using the Joy-Cons to play a trombone. Let's go. Battle Crush uh, is a mythological battle royale. It's kind of more of a MOBA. Also out now. Contra Operation Galaga. Which is a different name than I expected to sometime next year. Uh, Vanillaware's next game, Unicorn Overlord, is coming in March 8th. Grabbing Ghosts. Oh, nope. Never mind. Ignore that. That's Luigi's Mansion 2 HD is set to hit the Nintendo Switch next summer. The Nintendo Museum in Japan is set to have construction finished by 2024. March. Thrilling. And hey, there's some more amiibos. I can't believe they're still making those. I know, right? They made another three. 
one, two, three, four, five, actually. Uh, F099 is, well, you guessed it, just like Tetris 99. 99, down to one. Amazing. Didn't see that one coming. Bandle Tale, a League of Legends story from Graveyard Keeper dev Lazy Bear Games is going to be on its way in 2024. And Tequila Works 3D platformer Song of Nunu hits on November 1st. All League stuff. Not that you know any of it. WarriorWare Move It comes out November 3rd. Sudokin Sukadin successor Ayudin Chronicle 100 Heroes is coming on April 23rd. Chucklefish's Eastward is getting a Farm Life DLC in Octopia. Octopia. Uh, Wargroove Two is coming with on October fifth. Dave the Diver makes its way to the Switch on October twenty sixth. Wave Six, which is the final pack of Mario Kart horses, coming this holiday with the Daisy Circuit. And, yeah, they're adding so much shit to that. Among Us is getting a new map in October. There was a lot in this. And then there was a lot of other stuff, because the part two of the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, the Indigo Disc, is still slated for winter of this year. And then we get Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, is coming to Switch in 2024. So, yeah, there you go. A lot of stuff. There was. There was, I think it was 40 minutes long? Yeah, that's what it was slated for. Yeah. Per their release, anyway. All right, rumor roundup. That's going to be a short one this time. It's not very exciting. Um, There was some skate parkour gameplay leaked online. There was... Assassin's Creed Mirage gameplay leaked online. 88 minutes of it. Also will be available on the iPhone 15. Yep. Uh, That's also true. Which is later on in the article. I know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, iPhone. Natively playing AAA games. For the record, they don't look great. Yeah. They, and they look like they're playing on a phone, but it is still impressive they're playing on a phone. And USB-C now. We lost. You lost. I just, listen, I have no, I feel nothing for the lightning port. I'm just saying stagnation. I like that they said it's a USB-C port. That you will still need to adapt to everything else. Hell because yeah. we're still not going to give you a headphone. fucking Apple, bro. I got a Anyways, um, dude, would you like to buy this forty dollars dongle? <laughs> You're gonna have to, you little bitch. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition is coming to PC soon. Um, a Fallout TV show teaser was leaked. Uh, just did you watch the, it? Just, no, just give me the show. You didn't watch it. I took the time to send that to you and Dewey, and neither of you douches watched it. I don't oh, know if did. that was the Twitter thing. Yes. It was oh, a okay. teaser trailer. I did. I hit play, but I didn't, cool. I didn't really watch pay it. attention cool. to it at all. So I didn't wow. realize that's what it was. Twist the knife. Uh, you want to know why? Well, one, because I didn't really pay attention to what it was. But two, I've seen enough set show shots 
Just give me the show. He doesn't pay attention to anything I send him because he hates me. That's not true at all. Uh, there's a bunch of nerdy leaks related to the Switch 2, like what process the chip will be f- the chip will be fabbed on and whatnot. So if you're wow, a, that's nerdy. a big old geek, dive on in there. Dive on in between Nintendo's legs and lap it up. All right, let's talk yes. about some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. <laughs> the lap it up is where I had to, I had to move you on. <laughs> Uh, Play Tika has acquired InPlay Labs, the mobile studio behind games such as Tiles of Fortune and Animals and Coins. Everybody knows those two games. Play Tika will pay an upfront fee of $80 million to acquire the Israel-based studio, which could increase to up to $300 million. We're going to go back and forth on these. California-based Ascendant Studios has laid off about 45% of its employees. I love when he takes authority. The layout has come three weeks after releasing the studio's first game, Immortals of Avion. According to Polygon, 40 employees were let go from the studio. A former worker told Polygon that low sales were a primary reason for the layoffs. It's interesting that 40 employees is about 45%. Yeah, a lot smaller than I would have expected. Especially for an EA studio. But then, like, if you're that small... How how can you afford to let go of half your team? True. But also, (laughs) if you're that small, then, like... What were you like? Were you genuinely expecting this game to be amazing? If you weren't like, if if you weren't supplying it with like a a bigger, bigger staff, yeah. Who knows? Ubisoft plans to close its London mobile studio, best known for the Hungry Shark series. Hungry Shark franchise will now be managed by Ubisoft Barcelona, which has already been supporting the IP, and that is a weird thing when you think about it. Hungry Shark? No, Ubisoft Barcelona. Which accent do I do for that? Uh, French or Spanish? I. U- which one's which? <laughs> well, Ubisoft would be French. Yes, I know that. And Barcelona would be Spanish. So you do say Ubisoft Bajalona? I don't know. Half the time they start to sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> As you can uh, see, I'm clearly in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Mustard. Oh, my God. Colonel? Chief creative officer of Epic Games has announced that he will retire from the firm following the news of news of Mustard's exit. <laughs> news news. Catch up taking over, boys. Charlie Wen has been named as the new uh, chief creative officer of Epic Games. He served as a creative consultant at Riot Games for seven years. It's wild that Mustard's retiring. Yeah? Only because we've seen him since Fortnite's been taking off. He's been like one of the. Mm-hmm. One of the more prominent figures, and it's just like you. We always heard about him during all of Fortnite's beginnings, and then yeah. it kind of dipped. He was out of the limelight during a lot of the Apple stuff. Um, but I don't. All that name always came up. If we go back, if we never would, if we ever went back on our podcast, you'd hear us talking about Donald Mustard a lot, and to have him just be like, "Ah, I retire." I'm like, I don't. I don't understand why don't. more people don't do this though. Like, if you're fucking. True. He's got to have so much filthy money. filthy rich, yeah. why do you work? When they were turning over $500 million a quarter? Yeah. Can you, the What executives get paid nowadays? Do you know how much fucking money that dude's got to have? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing. That's why he's retiring and not saying, I'm going to go into consulting. Yeah. I, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, I'm going to go live on a fucking yacht. I'm curious how old he is. I'm going to look it up while you go. All right. Number five, EU antitrust regulators are reportedly asking companies if they are affected by Microsoft changes to its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which was modified to win approval in the UK. Sources told Reuters that an EU investigation into the UK deal is not likely. 
number six, Square Enix has lost nearly $2 billion in its value since the launch of Final Fantasy 16. Square Enix said alongside its latest financial results that Final Fantasy 16 did not meet its sales goals and also reported a 66% drop in profit. I don't like that Matt put this in here because Final Fantasy is not their problem. Well, you know. The problem is that they expected Final Fantasy to be the only thing to solve to help keep them afloat when they released, I think, eight plus stinkers in a row. Outsiders was not profitable at any point. Uh, and there's like five other things I can name. Yeah, but from, you know, the money perspective, everyone was banking on Final Fantasy being the thing well, it's that also the keeps best, them afloat. It's also the best thing to write a headline about. Yes. Um, which. But it's not. They the, go hand in hand. It is not what made them lose money. Yeah. There are six decisions beforehand that made them lose money. And Final Fantasy was never going to bring all of that money back. Yeah. Uh, 47. Pretty good year to retire. Yeah. Shit. A new Sensor Tower report says mobile puzzle games have generated $42 billion oh, since yeah. Sensor Tower began tracking data in 2013. Speaking of mobile mobile games, that's just puzzle games. What about how about mobile racing games? Nintendo announced that Mario Kart Tour will receive its final new content next month. A fire has destroyed part of stalker developer GSC Game World's offices in Prague. Prague. Ugh. The new injuries, no injuries have been reported. New injuries. It's a new injury for them. They've been getting fucked. Uh, damages are estimated to be around $65,000. One of GS, GSC Game World's developers provided an update on Discord saying that the floor requires a full restoration and clarified that further details of the accident are still being investigated. So the quick thing, good that there's no injuries. Also, 65000 doesn't seem like it's that bad, but maybe I don't know what this is. Apparently, the it was all like backup. Are. I was all server backups. The next entry in the Sims series, codenamed Project Rene, will be available to play without a core game purchase or subscription at launch. EA also said that Project Rene and The Sims 4 will continue to exist side by side, with more content coming to The Sims 4 for the foreseeable future. They are 100% going to the microtransaction route. Ah, uh, guaranteed. Yeah. According to Microsoft's Director of Live Gaming Operations at Xbox Game Studios, Kristen Cox, more than a dozen games are being worked on for Xbox. A new story trailer for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was released, and we already talked about that. Yep, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Got a new cinematic trailer. Like a Dragon developer, Ryu Gagatoku Studio. I didn't... Gagatoku? Studio will hold the digital product showcase next week. Let's fucking go! Let's go. iPhone 15 stuff, which we already talked about. Do you have any strong feelings on the iPhone 15? Do you care? Uh, I will say this. Strong feelings? No. I think it's a waste of money. But that's not a strong feeling. Because I think a lot of high-end smartphones are, are a waste of money. Like, yeah. They're, I watched the conference. I did watch. I watched it live. Mm -hmm. Tim Cook's my spirit animal. I, I live for a guy. I know that uh, Steve Jobs did this as well. But he was in a turtleneck. And that's a little bit too pretentious. But Cook was just in a black t-shirt and, and khakis, and I'm like, when you got fuck you money, you can do that. But also, like, that's what everybody, as far as I'm concerned, should work in. Just don't, you know, don't look like a piece of shit. Yeah. You can just look normal. I, I don't need you mm -hmm. to be in a suit. Um, then, the there were a couple things that stuck out to me. USB-C was cool. The game thing was cool. The price was annoying. Honestly, the, the price was surprised me. It, it, it was surprising, but it was annoying, because it's it's the... It's surprising that they kept the same price and everything like that. 
But it's like I said, it's just the beginning part where it's like I know how much it's going to be, and I still think that's just too much for phones. But whatever, you're a premium yeah. phone maker, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I agree. It and it's not even so much that what they're charging is that I know the wrong people will pay that. Mm-hmm. Like it'll it they'll pay more than that than they would for like their mortgage or the apartment that they're living in or their car or you know like yeah they'll spend it's the it's a uh it's a humanity problem not a not an apple problem the, yeah it's like the same people that come it's the in same and, reason why the current average car payment in the u.s is uh over a thousand dollars yeah it's all just bougie shit for not practicality yeah um uh, or to it's status things mm-hmm. uh the one feature that didn't make sense to me why the fuck they were harping at home was the dynamic dock or dynamic um whatever they call dynamic it. button no the bar at the top Oh, that, uh, yeah, I know. I want to say dock, but it's not called dock. It might be dock. I don't think it was alliterative. It was, it was dynamic. It was dynamic something. They had a weird name for you, right? Yeah, but like essentially the taskbar for that. Mm -hmm. And they, they just kept hammering that home. And I was like, okay, that's a software update. Like you can do that on other phones. There's no, Mm -hmm. it's not a reason to buy an iPhone 15. Um, and then they went through the whole camera thing, which like, okay, the cameras are good. No denying the cameras are good. Yeah. But they kept talking about how, like, creators and movie people could shoot films on iPhones. And I was like, I, you guys are really overselling the amount of people that are actually shooting on these. Because Nolan is still using... They we're still talking about the weight of the reel for Oppenheimer in theaters, not the MP3 we uploaded from the iPhone. Uh, but also the... Uh, I was like, man... Why are they not acknowledging the fact that a lot of roughly ten to fifteen second TikToks are gonna get recorded with this camera? <laughs> like that's that's what's really gonna happen. Yeah. Um and then the other feature that was that was cool, but I was like, are we not gonna we're not gonna talk about that? Was the satellite thing. Where you if you like didn't have service, you could have satellite access to still like get roadside and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like that was a part they I thought that was an iPhone fourteen thing too. So I thought that as well, and so this might have just been like an improved, like an improved version. Mm-hmm. But at the top of the screen, while they're talking about it, it specifically says two years free with iPhone 15." Yeah, and then that there's like, "Yep, with the iPhone 15. and then they did that, and I went. So what is it after that ends? Yeah, if I keep my iPhone 15 at, at year three, how much is that feature going to cost me? Because knowing them. It's my first board. <laughs> yeah. That I had to sacrifice at the top of the mountain I didn't have service on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, stop it with these weird stages. The stages and camera panning is like creeping me out. Yeah. You went further than I did. I didn't watch it live. I watched a recap. I was sitting at work doing some stuff, and uh, one of the guys I was helping had it up on his other monitor, so we just watched it. My issue is, um, I mean, I was surprised they kept the price the same because I was assuming it was going to go more expensive. You know, in inflation and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sick of. I mean, Apple's clearly lost their way a little bit, a lot of it, whatever. Oh, and the Pro was titanium. That was their like big. Yeah, thing. which that's what I'm getting to is like I feel I'm sick of the gimmicks. The colors were shit to begin with, but like when that's a big thing, like ooh the colors or ooh titanium, and then they fucking got rid of the switch, which is, uh, you know, the vibrate silent switch. 
which is an iconic iPhone feature that pe- I've never heard anyone complain about it. I've only ever heard people be like, I love the Switch for a variety of reasons because like it's satisfying more than anything else. You just click it back and forth. Love it. Oh, so it's it's like an actual like... Yeah, it's a on. Switch. Oh, okay. Now they have the dynamic button, which... Okay. Great. Another fucking button that doesn't do what you want it to do. Like... The power button that doesn't actually turn off the power. It just oh, turns Siri on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all that gimmicky shit. There was something else there, but I don't remember what it was. Um, I'm just. It's just whatever at this point. That's Battery funny. life is awful on phones. Generally on iPhones. Generally. I, not, think, I think theirs was quoted at a day. Yeah. Which. I mean, I have probably the worst iPhone as far as battery life goes. I cannot make it through a work day without my phone dying. Oh, wow. Pretty bad. I have to charge my phone usually by lunchtime. Granted, I use my phone a lot more at work than people probably do. By 12.45, my my phone's usually at 50% or less. So... But then again, I have an iPhone 12 mini, which are probably the la- the worst phone as far as battery life goes the past, I don't know, fucking five years of iPhones. There's also nothing, it doesn't matter who, for me, like who the manufacturer is, mm-hmm. Apple, Samsung, uh, Huawei, I don't care, doesn't matter. If any of your, ever, in any of your press releases, you're talking about the colors of your phones, fuck off. Because guess what everybody in the right mind is going to do? Put a fucking case on it. 110%. You should just make one color and be done with it. Yeah. Should do the old, uh, you know, Ford Model T route. You can have it in any color you want as long as it's black. Exactly. Touch it. That's a good quote. But yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's everything. Uh, It's been seven days. You got anything? Uh, not really. Um, you know, did the old wedding anniversary because, uh, you know, the wife's got a double dip. She had to do the <laughs> the dating anniversary. Like, ooh, we've been together ten years, but then also be like, it's our four year wedding anniversary. What and, is the four year one? Uh, it depends on you know, silk. It is the old one, I think. Are there are there different timelines? Yes, oh. this is a whole fucking thing, dude. It's so dumb. Silk is the classic, and then the modern one is appliances. They fucking what? Why are these a thing? I don't know, dude. What is wrong with society? Uh, we went for this for our anniversary. Qu- this is a broad question. We went to a couple of thrift stores that she wanted to go to, and then we went to out when we went out past Syracuse to this like greenhouse. That also has a cafe, and that's their whole shtick. Is like all of their food and everything is from from the, they've grown it. And cool. they did. We did a flight of mimosas that were all flavored, and they had edible flowers in them. Interesting, and they were delicious. Okay, there you go then. Um, and then what was your, did you have like a favorite one? Favorite I, flower, favorite flower to eat. Uh, I didn't, we, we actually didn't eat the flowers. They're edible and they put them in the drink, but I didn't really eat them. We just drank the fucking mimosas. I would have, but I would have chomped on one of them. You tell me it's edible and you put it in there. I'm doing it. 
There was a maple ginger uh, mimosa that was really good. Sounds like a good combo. Yep. Um, and then, like, I also got a turkey bacon sandwich that was like. Did they shoot the turkey in front of you? No. Um, <laughs> it was. It like, was. I'm, I'm picturing the other turkeys just walking around. <laughs> I wish that'd be fucking awesome. Um, yeah, it was all like goat cheese and all sorts of crazy shit. That was good. Um, I have not played as much Starfield as I want to, so hopefully this weekend I'll actually play Starfield. Yeah, I just played a bit today to get further. You're probably farther along than I am. I think I'm like 10 to 11 hours. Oh, yeah, you're definitely further along than I am. And I I, just got to fucking New Atlantis. Oh, okay, yeah. I've had to put myself on a path and just be like, we're just going. Yeah. Because (laughs) the game's too big. I landed. If you play one game ever, like like one game a year, this is probably great for you. Yeah, which that's that's kind of the route I think I'm going to go because I have so little free time, and you know how I am with playing games recently. I'm like, I'm just going to chip away at this. But like, I'm a guy that will play anywhere from around like 50 games a year. So you can apparently beat the game in like an hour and a half. Yeah, if you just haul. Um, and I know I can finish it in like 30 to like finish the storyline of it and still just have like exploration stuff. Um, but again, I will then move on to other things I have to play. Yeah. So I, uh, landed at new Atlantis for the first time, which is like basically the tutorial. And I was immediately arrested because I broke into a, the, oh, the storage did. place immediately behind the ship. And oh. I was, I was arrested immediately <laughs> and went, went to the jail. I have not been arrested. I have not had contraband on my ship. I have also not found a ship to steal. Because every time I have managed to get over to ships, they take off on me. Yep. I got these. <laughs> um, second time. Third time. Apparently, they fly away if you if you are if you don't have the piloting skill to. Yeah, but I still want to get a bigger one than what I have, and I don't like. Like, obviously, it's good that the game gives you a ship, right? Because well, it's a fucking space game, and you need a way to get around. But I want my own, goddammit. Yeah. And so now I need to go I need to go procure one. Yeah, that's fair. And I have only had like one or two chances. I've come across a couple legendary things already. <laughs> Can't you board ships in space? Yes. <laughs> I've I'm wondering how you And do I have that. done that. And you couldn't take their ship. You do it in the tutorial. I didn't board anyone in space. Is it after New Atlantis? No. I thought you boarded a Crimson Fleet one, maybe. There's, um, that's got to be later on. No, because it's the, it's the Crimson Fleet beforehand when you're with Vasco before you go down and deal with the bad guy. Before yeah. Before you get out to deal with the captain. Didn't board a ship. So you just blew up the ship with the dude on it that the Crimson Fleet took over. Did they try to fight you? Yes, I. A hundred percent and killed that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dude, uh, I think it's before you go to the planet to deal with the captain. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the Crimson Fleet took over his ship and had him held like hostage and whatever. And so you can damage it by, sh- they tell you to like shoot out the parts of it, like to s- kill the engines off of it. So that way it stops moving. And then when you get close enough to it, there's an option that says board. And then you can go in and board, kill the Crimson Fleet that are on there. He's on there. He's like, oh, cool, thanks. And then did did not come across that at all. All right, then never mind. 
So that might be like a... Came across a lady today that was some doctor something something, level 20 ship that warped into the area while I was above a planet waiting to get, like, looking around to go down. And uh, she was talking, she was apparently collecting rocks. She's a scientist. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have any right now. But if I do, you know, I'll, I'll see if I find you wherever the fuck you're going after this. Yeah. Hook you up. And then she's like, all right, cool, sounds good. Uh, you might want to back up a little bit because this warp drive can get pretty ridiculous. And I was like, okay. And then they do a comedy moment where she can't get the warp drive to start. So she's like, all right, yeah, so you got any hobbies? Or <laughs> and you're just sitting there like having a conversation with her while you're just like watching her in front of you not be able to take off. <laughs> That's great. And then eventually, mid-conversation, warp drive's kicking in and she's gone. So. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I like that. But yeah, there have been, there have been, been some moments. But nothing, nothing too ridiculous just yet. I I found some legendary like gear, guns, and whatever. I did end up on one planet that had like a space observatory that everything was ten levels higher than I was, and I did not realize it until, and I didn't did not realize there were any enemies around until I turned the corner into one of the rooms and realized there were some enemies here, and then I aggroed the entire place. That's pretty classic. I mean, that's kind of that was like my first outpost I did, um, on that same planet, like. The first planet you fucking go to. Oh, because did you not go to the main outpost? Uh, no, I fucking... I went to the main outpost, did the captain stuff, and then when I got in my ship, I was looking out of the cockpit window, and I saw, oh, there's a giant place over there. I gotta go check that out. Got out, went over there. <laughs> all those people were, like, level 14. Yep. And I went through and murdered them all, took all their shit, and I ended up with a shit ton of contraband, and I ended up with a bunch of legendary weapons and stuff. And I was like, well, I know if I take this contraband with me, I'm going to get fucking got. So I built an outpost just to put the contraband in because I was like, why not? And then I took off and went to New Atlantis. (laughs) You're never going to finish this game. Oh, absolutely not. But it's also good for you who usually just does play one game that you'll have a lot to do. Yeah. I mean, I'll just, I'll just, it'll take me literally all year to do, I, basic playthrough of this game yeah so. i'll be done and you'll be like so i'm at planet two and i'm like oh god <laughs> what's your play time 150 hours and we're this we're now just into alpha centauri okay all right yeah <laughs> great i was told to you'll have the best ship in the galaxy by world three and yeah. be like yep fuck you i was i was given some advice uh, uh, along the lines of like you know get to this point and then gallivant around because there's like things that I guess unlock. Which point? Unit. Spoilers. Um, they said get to at least to where you can start the Crimson Fleet uh, quest line. No idea when that is. So yeah. I'm at a point where I I don't know what they mean by that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean there it's a factional thing I guess. Because I'm to the point where I have superpowers. Okay. All right. There you go. No idea. I don't know. I don't know either. So, all right, cool. Uh, We'll see you guys then in seven days. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.